Go for it. Hi, guys. Hi. Okay, so we're going to sound a little bit different to everyone today because we are recording via FaceTime slash GarageBand. Hey, don't do not do that, friend. <laughs> and the extra voice you hear today, we have a special guest with us. We have my husband, Kule, and normally we hear him in the background when he's walking in the middle of our recording session, but he's officially here today to do a segment for him. No, you know I wait until like the last minute to watch every fucking thing. Okay, so I watched a little bit of it. This was the episode where like they were having their one-on-ones with the doctors or whatever you want to call them. Um, I can honestly say I can't retain anything that they were talking about. You know, I skipped over that the tall awkward couple. I know you hear that. <laughs> um, Brandon and Taylor. I did see that Brandon officially moved back in the house and. That's all I can remember. And then the lady, Dr. Pepper. No, not Dr. Pepper. What's the other doctor's name? I don't know her name. I knew, I knew you were talking about the long black hair. Yes. She interviewed um, Mika. And I guess she was basically, what I took away from it was saying that, you know, she needs to be a little bit more affectionate or forgiving of Michael. And the black doctor told Michael that he needs to stop lying and he needs to be upfront. But. In the midst of that, now that we are on this quarantine, I did come into a new show uh, by Kule called Gentified on Netflix. You guys should check that out. It's about um, a Mexican family in California who decided to, they have a taco shop or something like that, and it talks about how their neighborhood and their area and their community is being gentrified, kind of like how we have here. We've spoken about it a lot of different times here, but it's interesting to see it from a different culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went down my YouTube rabbit hole to have all this time that I've been watching these, like, survivalist videos, like, how to make fire. Am I out here risking my life going to work? But it's okay, friend. It's okay. And I'm just saying, well, if we ever end up in the wilderness, I got you. You better, because you've been in a house long enough. Okay, so, um, with everything that's going on, being that it is the coronavirus, everything that's going on, there was some... Some stuff going on in politics today, so I'm going to take it away to Kool-Aid. And we're going to be talking about Anthony Gillum. Is it Gillum or Gollum? It's Gillum. Okay, Kool-Aid, take it away. Well. Well, who is Andrew Gillum? Andrew Gillum was um, running to be the first black governor of the state of Florida against Ron DeSantis. He unfortunately lost, but, you know, since he lost, he's been having a lot of fun out in the streets. He um, apparently was caught up with it. Wait, was he the black guy that was on the Breakfast Club? Yes, he's been on Breakfast Club a couple of times. He had a job on Paper, uh, he had a job on CNN as well. Um, more recently, as a political uh, commentator slash activist. But um, yeah, so he was having a little bit too much fun. What kind of fun? Um, we use bad words here. Huh? We use bad words. He was either getting his back blown out or blowing someone's back out. A man's back, and they were used. Um, they had party favors with um, back blowing. Um, they were using, let's say, crystal meth. Is it called crystal meth or is it just called meth? Or are they different? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, I think they're just the same thing. White people use yeah, crystal meth. Just... <laughs> okay, so let's back up. Why is this a big deal that he just caught? So apparently, this politician was caught in a compromising position. The guy who was one of the participants that was there at this event 
orgy slash party slash hookup. He overdosed on meth, right? Yes, his uh, escort. Okay, oh, excuse me, he had an escort. He overdosed on whatever drug he was. He was a lifelong friend, apparently, but they're like 15 years apart, but you know, that's not the period. Well, I mean, you know, people like him young. Nice little young tender brownie. Apparently, the escort that was in question, he went ahead and he overdosed on the drugs. When it was that the when people came to the room to perform whatever medical intervention that they needed to perform or whatever the case was, they took pictures. And in the photographs, they, they're all over the place. He's, uh, Andrew Gillum, Gillum is naked and he's lying in a pile of his own vomit, things like that. But why this is a big issue and this is so controversial is because he is, a, he is married to a woman and he's got three kids. So there's a lot of controversy surrounding it because, you know, now we're exposing this down low life that he had. And it's in question of whether or not his wife knew about it. What's so, he set up? What's he set up? I think it was set up. So what do you, Arshay, what do you think about it? I mean, I don't think he was set up. I just think things like this happen all the time. Uh, didn't a recent politician get in trouble for the same exact thing? Uh, Some white guy. I don't remember names or anything, but I really feel like this happened before. Like maybe, maybe like a year ago. Somebody got caught up into doing, like, drugs, and, and then somebody died at the uh, politician's house. Oh, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Right, okay. this, was, this was, like, a, I feel like we talked about this, like, recently. Like, this is not something that's new, so, I mean, uh, people live... Another big issue with it was, um, there, there was speculation that he might have been a vice presidential um, running mate candidate. So what I never understand in these situations, I mean, you're going to do what you want to do, but being that you live in this public eye, don't you think that people are going to be looking for you to slip up at any point, any particular moment in time? Like, I'd be on watch, like, is someone out here with cameras? Because aren't you saying that people are saying they think that he might have been set up? Yeah, it just seems like it's too good to be true. Like, maybe somebody was, or the person actually leaked it was a super bitch, uh, Candace Owens. She's a bitch. How do you know she leaked it? Because she was the first one to break the uh, facts about it on Twitter. And she said she had sources. Okay. I think somebody was, this is just my conspiracy theory, I think somebody was spying on maybe his search history. So I wonder how his wife feels. So, Arshay, you're also married. So, how would you feel if, not only do you find that, that in a hypothetical scenario that your man is stepping out on you, but that he's now with another man. Thank God we're not famous because Josh would be dead. The cheating part, though, is just he's still active in politics. It's bigger than just what he's doing at home. He's a public figure, but that's just a small part. You can be a gay politician and still flourish, but it's the fact that you know he had this secret lifestyle. Exactly. And with secret lifestyles come with, with like, STDs and all these different things. So you might be bringing that stuff home into our bedroom. And then you're bringing negative press to our family, which does not need to happen. And what happens if they have smaller children? Then now the smaller children now have to, or now, because we have internet, they are able to pull up facts and different videos and topics and people talking about their, their life. Okay. I wonder, like, okay, so do you think people... Do you think it's a, okay, let's take, well, I can't even take that out of the equation. Do you think it's a big deal because 
of the fact that it was with the same sex person or I don't know because I feel like all the politicians have like dirty secrets and things like that but what do you think people are more upset about? Are, do you think people are more upset about, like, this image that he portrayed of being this perfect family man or because he was caught with another man and he was doing drugs? I say all of it. Because isn't he an African-American man, right? We're talking about the same person that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So he's an African-American man. One, he's a target, too. So he's African-American, he's a politician, and he's a target. So, of course, people are more upset about that and the fact that he's now gay or coming out as being bi or gay or however he identifies, no, yeah. He hasn't come out saying anything. It's just, um, I guess it's just the fact that you saw him as this perfect family man. He always displayed his wife and his children, and then he's doing stuff like this. And not only just cheating, he's doing drugs at, at it with that or around people doing drugs. If you look at uh, politicians, um, they're not always perfect, but they're supposed to have a higher moral ground in the sense that they're going to be you know, making laws and legislation that runs the country. So that's a big thing. You know, it's like having a cop who's dirty. You don't want someone enforcing the law on you who's dirty and they're, you know, doing dirty stuff themselves. I agree, but that's the type of world we live in. We fa- we are faced with dirty cops and dirty politicians regardless of who they are. And they always get like a little slap on a wrist and they're done. But let that have been somebody that was just regular. They'll be in jail. Their reputation is over. Do you think it will affect him, like, like, do you guys just, being that coronavirus is, like, the takeover right now, like, do you think this will, like, come against him in future politics that, like, any other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, do you think it's something that will blow over? Like, how does he oh, get in front no. of him? No. He got in front of him by saying he's going to rehab, but it's not going to blow over if he tries to be a politician again. I think that life for him is over. Plus, he says he's gay and he, you know was a drug addict, but I doubt he'll ever do that. Exactly. He hasn't acknowledged that he did anything, and that's just wrong. He said he had a problem, and he was with some friends, and uh, he got a little bit too drunk. Look, like, way more than getting a little too drunk than you're naked. <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny. Right? I, I, I hate all my friends. I've been drunk before. I never got naked in front of them. They're all messed up. Well, you did get a little naked at your wedding.
I'm sorry. My, my president is Barack of the Obamas, ma'am. Have you been following your president, Don, your president Donnie, and how he's speaking on this uh, Chinese virus? Life? Your uncle makes me sick, making comments about it being a Chinese virus. Okay, now, Arshay? Get your uncle and his wig. And, okay, so I'm going to say this before we even get into this like, whole coronavirus thing. Remember when we were initially talking about it, and I felt like it was maybe like a month and a half ago, you know, that's all we were hearing. We weren't necessarily prepared for it to come over here to the States. It was just, okay, like, this is secluded in China, and then they were saying it's because they were eating bats in particular animals or delicacies or whatever it was. Remember, I was worried about my wig coming from China. Girl, I was too. I sliced all my box and my wig down. And now here we are, and it's here. Now, I'm not trying to be... Okay. <laughs> That's not nice. And no, it, the technical term is not called the Chinese virus. But when that nigga said that, when he was just... when they asked, Someone in the audience or one of the press people asked him, he said, okay, why are you calling it the Chinese virus? And he, like, with a straight face, just said, I mean, it came from China. That's where it came from. It's the Chinese virus. I died. I died. Like, oh my goodness. There was another reporter who was there and she said, you know, how am I supposed to feel? Um, someone, I guess someone in his cabin had called it the Kung, the Kung flu. What is it? Was it the Kung flu flu? Kung flu, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that being so, some people were arguing and saying, well, it comes from China. So what do you feel about him saying that? I mean, like I said before, the coronavirus has been here before. This is not the first time that it has made its way through the United States or anywhere in the world. If you look at the, like, I'm not I'm not trying to be, like, funny, but if you look at the back of the bottle of a Lysol spray, it clearly says coronavirus. So that means that it has been here. So there should be some type of... Oh, lesson. Well, but the only thing with the coronavirus is on the Lysol spray... Right, and I was. Right, and that's what I was getting to. Yeah, the okay. So that's what I was getting to. There are so many different strains of the coronavirus that this particular one is a little more deadly than what I think they expected, but. Just in the sense that um, him saying it, it just puts a target on China and the Chinese people and the Chinese Americans that are over here. So, I don't know. I don't know. I guess for me, and it's like, no, that's not the appropriate term to use. I'm not going to lie. I did laugh, and he was dead the fuck serious, which is what made me laugh even harder. But... I have been seeing a lot of people, and I was kind of on the fence this when Ebola was out here a couple of years ago, you know, 
where was that energy for, you know, the people coming from Africa that were targeted? Where was that energy? So I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um, I do know why it's inappropriate. Um, but if we're being technical, it did start in China. Um, however, it's here now. But, you know, I think the bigger thing is, is that what's crazy to me, apparently Trump was given notion that, you know, this is a possibility that this can come over here. And this, I'm not really big into politics or anything like that, but when, when it's time for us to vote come November, these are the things that you, that we need to think about, you know, these are the things that we need to think about. Trump went ahead and he cut funding from the CDC that dealt specifically with how to handle pandemics. You understand what I'm saying? So being that Trump and everyone knew about this however long ago, and he went ahead and he also cut some of the budgeting and the funding for the CDC, I feel like we are in the sense of mayhem because of him. So when it is when it comes time for people to vote, I think this is something that they need to absolutely consider because this is no longer a situation. Like when we think about the last recession happened, what, in 2008? So I was like a senior in high school. And I remember, like, people losing their jobs, but it was people who owned, like, small businesses and factories and things like that. This is a situation that when you think about, remember when we had the government shutdown last year, Arshane? Yeah. That was affecting a lot of people who had, you know, those government positions and, you know, contractors. And that was a big deal for people who who live in the area that we live in, we live in the DMV area. But now, for me, I think this is a bigger issue aside from the health perspective. But this is something that is affecting people all over the place. This is not just a black and white thing. This is not, you know, just ethnically. This is not a socioeconomic thing. This is everyone from big corporations to small corporations. And I think that's something that's making a big difference. So I'm curious to see as the months go by and we've already seen people are in pandemonium like you know people can't work yes that's that's a really big topic right now so what do you so you're obviously still able to work and i'm still able to work and i thank god you know i have to work from home but currently i'm still able to work so what is your take on how this is going to just affect everyone like what has your take been so far on how it's been handled so my take is still it's chaotic like there's no for me as far as my job because I'm a contractor within the government not saying where I work at but I'm a contractor within the government so my question is where do the government contractors come in as far as being covered like I'm an essential employee that requires me to be to work regardless of whatever is going on so I'm sitting here putting my life at risk you know, to go and catch the coronavirus because where I work at, unfortunately, there are additional testing that is being done. Um, There have been talks of maybe some coronavirus patients coming in, just different things of that sort. So in any type of hospital setting, you have people that are just walking around freely. And the symptoms, from what I hear, do not show up within that time span. So it'll show up within like two weeks, but that's two weeks too short. Like we're, we're probably, we're doing the temperatures, we're swabbing people, we're making sure that they, you know, they're fine to be there for that day. Okay. But the temp, the, the symptoms show up. What, what is it? 11 days or 14 days after the person. And mind you, the symptoms are showing in everyone. A lot of people are, that's a bigger deal with like, um, people who are younger in age and healthier. They say that our population, our age range is going to, it's expanding because a lot of us are asymptomatic. So that means is that we're not showing signs of having it. So a lot of us, a lot of people could have it, 
but they don't know because they're walking around and they're, oh, I feel fine or whatever the case is. And they're spreading it to people who maybe have compromised immune systems and people who may be older and their bodies can't necessarily fight off um, the coronavirus in the ways that other people might. So I think that's a scary thing, which is why when people are going to spring break, they're all like everybody's being stupid, they're being idiots, like they're all going to come back with corona, yada, 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 all this other stuff. And I don't know, I think to myself, if I had spring break, would I have canceled my trip? And I feel like me being 29 now, but at the time of spring break, age like younger than now, I don't know if I would have canceled my trip, if I'm being honest. Well, at this point, because remember, me and Josh were supposed to be going to Jamaica next right. Friday for his birthday. Unfortunately, we can't go. And I kind of was waiting to play by ear to see, like, what was going to happen. Wait, did they contact you? They contacted me, but it was, like, two days after I went through my bank to cancel everything. Like, I went through my bank, and I actually went through the company that I booked through first, it was very hard to get anybody on the phone. Like, I called four or five different numbers, and every time it was, like, either the call didn't connect or it was just too many people calling at one time. I even called the airlines to try to get my money back, and it was the same result. Like, I was calling all of these different places, and nobody would pick up. Or if I did get through to somebody, I got through to one person, and he was being a complete asshole. I mean, I get you're overwhelmed and you're swamped with calls from people being concerned and wanting to cancel and modify their trips, but you can least provide some additional empathy or care or just act like you care you know what i mean so the guy i'm gonna be right on my birthday i ain't doing shit now right so i feel bad for all of the Ariuses and everybody that has birthdays in april aka you um <laughs> and cooling because you guys have what you guys are what the next day or like a week apart if i'm not mistaken yeah, so we're a year and 10 days apart. But he ain't turning 30 this year. I'm turning 30 this year. So, you know, my birthday is most important. Yes, 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 right. But no I best. was supposed to go on a trip with my mom. And what is so crazy to me is I, I like to think that I'm pretty, I can make a decision fairly quickly. But I just kept going back and forth about, like, do we want to go to this place? Do we want to go to that place? Blah, blah, blah. So I hadn't yet booked. And when I sat down and everything was going on, I was just like, if that wasn't God, I don't know what was. Because I can only imagine, like, if I, and I was going to book through a third party, but I heard some people saying that, you know, they're not getting their money today. I have absolutely heard people saying that. And I'm like, maybe that's why the universe knew some way, somehow, that this was about to pop off. Because what the fuck? Well, they're not doing it the correct way. If you're calling a third party after you booked... Um, I would recommend that you go back to your bank and have them dispute the charge because at this point, you can't even fly. It's a travel ban for everybody. So you sh- you are entitled to your money back. So it's crazy how this thing has transformed. Like, and just speaking back to the businesses, so you guys know that I have, you know, my part-time as a, as a restaurant. And, you know, we were just constantly getting updated emails and things like that. And I didn't really sit down to think about all that went into that. You know what I mean? Like, when you really sit down and think about it. So you got your kitchen workers, you got your bartenders, you got your hostess, you got your servers, you know? And literally, by, like, every couple of hours, we would get an update. They were like, you know, and I want to say, the, like, the Friday right before last, we got an email and they were saying, you know, we don't know how this coronavirus thing is going to spread because someone had just a positive at a gym in Bethesda. Our restaurant is in Bethesda. So what they were saying was they were like, you know, we don't know how this is going to affect everyone. Please make sure that you're saving up your cash if you can. 
Like, for people who are working paycheck to paycheck, it's very difficult to do that, you know? I know when I get paid, I know before the even check hits my account what these bill, what this money is going to down to the last cent. Right. So, when I, and then it was just like, okay, we're going to be shutting down. We can understand if people don't want to come in. And then they sent out the email, we're closing down indefinitely. Please feel free to apply for unemployment. And then to get rid of the food that they have, they were like, okay, we're going to let the kitchen staff stay but we're only going to let people do deliveries, like pick up and delivery. But then I think about, again, like the bartenders, the servers. What are they supposed to do? Right. So even though your president, your uncle, and his ponytail decided to sign um, some type of agreement, which will cost America, what, $1 trillion or whatever, apparently everybody that did not make $75,000 a year Last year, we'll be getting, I think, $1,200. And if I'm not mistaken, if you have kids, you would get between five to $600 additional per child. Now, I don't know how do true this is. That? I mean, that is a good start. However, what what's going to happen after that? Is this going to be consistent? Because if we don't have any cures or we don't know how to, you know, contain this type of situation, this can go on for months. And are they going to pay us for months? So I think, I will not trust the Trump, first of all. First of all, most people, as I said, are living paycheck to paycheck. And depending on where you live, $1,200 barely pays people's rents. And exactly. And your bills. So... I appreciate the effort, but even people who make more than $75,000 a year, depending on where you live, shout out to USA because you wrote a paper on that, um, (laughs) (laughs) that still, like, that still doesn't mean that people aren't, you know, scraping up coins to, you know, do what they need to do. And I'm worried that this motherfucker is going to tax us on it. Yes. So if it were me, if if he, it truly does go ahead and sell these checks, I'm going to put that money to the side. But I can say that because I have... I have a little bit of a rainy savings day fund, and thank God I'm still able to currently work, but I think about the people who don't. Right. And I think he's going to try to use that to get people to vote for him come November. Right. To the people who don't know know any better. So I'm just saying to you guys, like, please make sure you're reading in between the lines of these things. And if you've never been into politics before, I think now is important. They're also trying to cancel... Uh, for, for I think about 60 days the interest on your student loans I got student loans we all know interest doesn't stop I think now if you can't afford to do so please continue to pay your student loans because that money that you would be paying is now going to go towards paying off some of that interest I just I don't know everything is just so up in the air Things are changing, not even day by day. It's like hour by hour, minute by minute. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy to see how things unfold. And I'm just scared being an essential employee that I might be, I might expose myself to get it. And then my current contractor that I work for, they're not even giving us like good direction as far as what we're going to do. Like, right now, they're just like, uh, everybody reports at work, which is fine, but are you going to allow us to protect ourselves? Can we sit with gloves and masks on? Can we do all of that? And, you know, without offending anybody, because we're we're in a time where everything is so sensitive, but at the yeah, same yeah. time, I'm just trying to protect myself so I don't bring it home to my kids. So now I went from working, wearing um, professional work clothes to work to going back to my scrubs. 
See, and that's the thing that people, and first of all, shout out to the people who do have to work. And I think this is also, you know, shout out to the people who are working at the grocery stores, the pharmacies, because they're the ones out there. And that's the thing. Those are the people that I'm most concerned about because yes. hospitals right now, you know, we have some type of protocol for some type of PPE, uh, personal protective equipment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think about people who work at grocery stores, you know, they're not letting, they're not sitting there with masks on or with gloves on or this, that, and the third. And they're in there day in and day out. And I'm like, a lot of these corporations, and I think a lot of these corporations aren't offering paid sick leave. So that's a big thing, too. And that's something that Trump was trying to put into action. He was saying, you know, we're trying to make sure that all these employees are offering paid sick leave. So I really think these are things that we have to put into place. And I think a couple things. I think this is something that needed to happen because we are in election time. And I think I think it needed to happen because now we're shedding light to the people, you know, who do those jobs. Like, working at the grocery store, working at the restaurants, it's so important to still support them. But understand that, you know, most people work paycheck to paycheck. Things like this affect small local businesses. Um, people are getting laid off from their jobs left and right. And then also it speaks to our healthcare system. It's some fucking shit. The fact that you're sick and then you can't even get paid leave is fucking crazy. Yeah. And then they don't have enough tests going on. We're running out of, like, uh, appropriate medical equipment. Like, this is fucking crazy. So I think it's only going to get worse, but right now I can just say I'm thankful that I'm still able to work. And for people who are going out there to the grocery stores, please stop asking a fucking ass. Stop being crazy. Can you, you stop stocking up on the goddamn toilet Keep paper? The grocery stores open so everybody can chill the fuck out. I just need some toilet paper. That's that's all I asked for. Can y'all chill out with the toilet paper? Everybody just has to show the fuck out. That's it. Ain't no Are goddamn you any of these challenges that they have online? These okay, so I just want to speak to the influencer. I don't know her name, but she was. It looks like she was on a plane and she was in the bathroom and she licked a toilet seat. What? You haven't seen this video, friend? Um, no. Some little young influencer went on TikTok and was playing what is a song. She? What is she? Um. She Yes. 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 She decided to lick the toilet seat and and put hashtag coronavirus char- uh, challenge. Now, you as an influencer or anybody that's in the spotlight has, I would say, a right to be. You know what? I hope she gets it. You just have a right to. To move for like I don't even know what I want to say. You, like, you have a duty to be better than that. Thank you. I was struggling to get that out, but you have a duty, like Alex said, to be better and to do better. Like you are influencing people, hence the word influencer, to do bad things by going around thinking that the coronavirus will not, you will not get it. You are not immune to it. As long as you have a fucking heartbeat, you can get any goddamn thing in this world. Did they suspend her account? I have no idea. I just like. I'm pretty sure she went back on there and apologized, but for you to be an influencer and have a platform of this big, this magnitude, and you're going to go and lick a fucking toilet seat is beyond me. What the, what the fuck? No. That's a challenge, no. I am sick of seeing these push-up challenges, maybe because I can barely do a push-up myself. I'm sick and tired of seeing them. 
I'm being honest, but I get it. Whatever you got to do to get through this. Then they have the TikTok dances. Yes, those are really cute. I like to see the families do it. I like those. Not to push up one because the bitch be at work while y'all out here doing push ups. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. I do like the those little ones. And um, let me just say to people, I've gotten too many messages about babies being born in December. Let's not send that energy over here. Planned Parenthood will be open. These places will continue open because it's going to be a shit ton of fucking Rona babies. And I pray to goodness that y'all are stuck in the house with the person that said this situation happened. You okay and dealing with it? Yeah. That's all I hope. That's all I hope. Because it's about to be a lot of babies born in December. Maybe we'll have like a baby boom. I'm trying to get you to have a baby. You know. You know. That's what's wrong nope. with, What's wrong with wanting to... Surprisingly, we've been getting along in the house. Um, I realize how much I don't really watch TV. Like, if unless I have a scheduled program to watch, I don't like extra noise. I just want to do a big shout out to all the stay-at-home moms besides, you know, this corona thing that's going on. The ones that are normal stay-at-home moms, I take mm-hmm. my fucking hat off to you. Because I work Monday through Friday, but I'm at home with my kids Saturdays and Sundays. And bitch, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I do not you know. know. Imagine if you had to be at home, you were quarantined with that, and then they had school and you had to give the motherfuckers lesson plans. I mean, luckily the school gave us some work to do. I mean, I can think of some things that the kids can work on, but it's just the patience. I don't have, I love my kids to death and I'm okay with saying this and I don't care who the fuck judges me. I do not have patience for my children. Yeah. I don't. I get it. You, you've been working all day and then you come home and, you know, kids like to just act the whole fucking fool when their parents get home. I don't know what it is. But they like, especially with moms. They like to act the fool with moms. My daughter, every five minutes, can you paint my nails? I wanted this color. No, I want that color on this toe. Um, what? <laughs> no, ma'am. And then my son, he's really into lions. Mommy, let's watch Lion King. Let's watch, let's watch Lion King one and a half. Let's do this. Let's do, Jesus fucking Christ. What happened to nap time? I need a nap. You need a nap. Let's take a nap. Speaking of movies, I saw Frozen 2 and I'm disappointed so all of you people that hyped me up to watch it, fuck y'all. Because it wasn't Nick. Yeah, it was okay. I'm just happy that Disney decided to release a couple of movies while the kids were home. And then, let me, okay. We went from the kids being home for two weeks. Now my kids are out of school for a month. These niggas yeah. don't go back until April 27th. I don't know how Some in the schools clock. have canceled it. I think, I want to say California until like, I don't know if it's California. One state has canceled school until August. And I feel so bad. Like, my sister is getting rid of the, she was senior this year. They've canceled prom for her. Um, you know, people in college, like I know a couple of colleges have canceled commencement. My alma mater did. Um, and I would just miss the shit. Now, it could be in handy. It could come in handy for the kids who maybe you was you had a bad semester. I'm not encouraging anybody doing anything they're supposed to be doing, but everybody should be walking out this semester with fucking four point since y'all asses is at home doing work. That's all I'm saying. Well That's all I'm saying. That is true. There should be no Because I know my ass is at at work doing nothing but homework. Okay. Well that's true. Well, guys, again, we just wanted to remind you, please 
wash your fucking hands, don't go outside if you're not supposed to, please practice social distancing, um, and, oh, I have a music club, because we didn't have one last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I have two. So, first of all, Cardi's coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> that's one. And then Division featuring Snow Allegra, their new song, Between Us. Okay, are we done early this time, friend? I think we're done. I'm going to go outside and try to take exercise so I don't get fat while sitting in this house. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I know this is a short episode, but, I mean, it is what it, it is. Forever. It felt like it was forever. It, it did okay, feel like it was though. forever. It's okay, though. <laughs> any final words, any announcements, anything else, friend? No, that's it, guys. Bye. Bye.